Well, hi there. It's us again, Lydia and Megan for Law School in Brief. We out here. Is this episode 35? I think it is. I don't even know. I've Ugh. lost track of time, numbers, anything. Same. <laughs> but I have my first exam of second semester tomorrow. Are you sure? You just said you lost track of all time. <laughs> this is like the one thing anchoring everything else. <laughs> oh, the very thin tether to reality that is an exam. <laughs> yeah, man. So I have crim. I have crim tomorrow. Oh, crim, crim. Ah, uh, I I remember my crim law final fondly. <laughs> Do you have any? Uh... You got any tips for me? Any hot hot takes? What's like the what's the secret? Like what's the one thing I should put to get an A on the exam? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what not to put. Okay. Don't call the McNaughton test for insanity the McNaughty test for insanity. Oh. <laughs> um, not I that might. I did that, but <laughs> it, the temptation was there. <laughs> yes. I'm yeah. not feeling great about it. Um I feel a little better having that piece of advice, but basically for anyone listening who hasn't taken crim law yet, it's really weird. It's like you have all of these different statutes and all of these different states. Some of them really draw heavily from the common law. So like stare decisis in previous cases and old English law. And then some of them have adopted the model penal code, um, it's just annoying. It's like I'm dealing with so many different variations on like homicide. Some places have first degree murder and second degree murder. Some places don't. And there's like voluntary manslaughter and like negligent homicide, felony murder. Like there's just so many, mm, so many little things. Yeah. And that's so for the listeners who are unfamiliar with the model penal code, it's it was it was written, I believe, at the American Law Institute um, by a bunch of professors and lawyers who wanted to come together and just, you know, simplify criminal solve law. Solve the answer, <laughs> solve the problem. But, yeah. <laughs> they wanted to put it all in one place and boil it down to just the essentials. And then all the jurisdictions can use the model penal code. And, you know, we could do away with all this confusion. Well, joke's on us, because not every <laughs> jurisdiction adopted the model penal code. So when you learn criminal law, not only do you have to learn the model penal code, because that applies in some jurisdictions, you also have to learn the common law, which applies in other jurisdictions. And on top of that, some jurisdictions have really specific statutes, and some of them rely really heavily on their prior decisions. So yeah. you're not, you think you know, <laughs> but... You really don't. So there's there's that piece of it. And then for my professor specifically, like, okay, if I had, like, this is negligent homicide, this is felony murder, this is first degree murder, whatever. If I had all the elements in an outline, you know, it's an open book exam for credit, no credit. Like, be, it would be annoying, but it'd be easy, mm -hmm. kind of. But my professor is a really deep thinker who expects us to wrestle with, like, history and policy and like he treats us like intellectuals who might actually have something to say about criminal law well i don't and <laughs> it's really hard <laughs> and it's like the i'm so used to these exams that are just this hypothetical fact pattern where people like the like the things you wrote for torts like i'm used to that like here's mm -hmm. this crazy scenario that's happening like pick out all the legal conflicts that like lawyers could solve mm -hmm. but his exam will have like one that's like that and then one like proposed statute in some mm. kind of jurisdiction that you have to analyze and compare to other statutes that are like that which goes back to what we were just talking about you know playing around with all that and then one part that's like short answers that'll be like um how does morality like play into the criminal law mm. or um talk about this case and how, like from 50 years ago, like how would the outcome be different if this case happened today? And like there was one previous exam where he just had a whole like quote from Hume and it was like, discuss. Like, like <laughs> and I was just like, ah, oh, this is what I thought law school exams would be like last year. 
you know, like all of these, right. like talk about this case, talk about philosophy, like all this stuff. But now that I've learned that usually it's not like that, you know, I got, I've got a strategy, I've got an approach to the big fact pattern where you just go in and like get the issues out and like boop, 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 talk about them. And so I'm yeah. like, what? I'm supposed to think like, no. Well, so also d- like out about it. <laughs> To an extent, don't you feel like it's just like a trap? Like you're like, okay, but how many points is it going to cost me if I go on this really intellectual tangent? I don't and, know. <laughs> yeah. And I don't apply any elements of a law to my intellectual tangent. Well, the, <laughs> those are the short answers. So that's the good thing. It's like, okay, at least and you know it's a short answer. My my professor, my criminal law professor, and I really appreciated this about his exam. He put um, a suggested length next to each uh, yeah. each question, and that he told us corresponded with how much weight he was giving that. So he did give us some sort of like theory based questions, which I loved because the very first day of class, he asked us, what is justice? Oh my. (laughs) And like, I think as students, we are trained to expect that that theoretical question on the first day of class will somehow conclude and wrap up and come around and, be tied in a neat little bow at the end of the class. But guess what? The answer to what <laughs> is justice <laughs> uh, looks really different for everybody and there is no right answer. So having you think kind of theoretically and um, apply, you know, like theories of justice or like, you know, like what what is retribution versus what is restoration? It's just... Yeah. 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 It's a lot. I think we'll probably be talking about all that kind of stuff. So I'm a little stressed about it, just having to think. Um, but, you know, it is the kind of exam where once you get into it, you're like, yeah, I'm smart. Like, yeah, I paid attention and stuff. And yeah, but um, there's just that added pressure for this exam because this is the professor who is writing us like a detailed like feedback about the exams. Oh, yeah. So, like... The other ones are just going to be, like, pass, 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 fail, pass, pass, whatever. Right. You want to, so, like, make it worth your professor's time. Yeah, truly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I also got an A- minus on that paper that I wrote for him, and I just want him to keep thinking of me as that, like, level of student. Right. Even though I've heard he grades very lenient and on this is the papers. The, the A-minus paper, was that the one that you were writing about human trafficking? Uh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That is my girl. Ooh. <laughs> so f- crazy aside, um, that will probably make most listeners, uh, who are currently in law school feel better and any listeners who are thinking about going to law school feel worse. But, uh, I was talking to an academic fellow today. Um, they're just, you know, upperclassmen at Elon who have volunteered to essentially be m- academic mentors to the lower classmen, to the likes of me. I was chatting with her, um, and she's, you know, highly regarded, like, on law, law review the whole nine. And uh, she had mentioned, she mentioned in our conversation that um, the 1L grading curve, at Elon at least, uh, on the 1L grading curve, the average grade is a C. And I was like, wow. wait, what? Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, my God. Or, or sometimes it's up to the professor's discretion, C minus, um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that made me feel a lot better because I was like, mm. oh, okay. Like I'm actually doing better than I thought I was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, like good. on this curve, like I, yeah, I'm all right. I'm going to be just fine. <laughs> so an A minus for anyone listening at home should well, be celebrated. Like it's an A plus plus plus. WashU has a different curve. Our average is B plus. What? Yeah. Which is weird, but um, yeah, which is like weird because you get a B and you feel crappy, you know, (laughs) Um, or you get an A minus and you're like, it's okay. It's yeah, it's a little better than that, you know? Yeah. Wow. I I had no idea. Wow. That is, I I am not math minded. You can compare the curves of different schools. I I, am sure someone on Reddit has done this. but yeah, some people factor that into their decisions of where they want to go to law school. Like if the I, curve is like incredibly punishing. Oh my God. I had no idea. Really? 
I had no idea that I thought the curve was, was like an algorithm that just was like, it was solidified in math and, and that was it. There was no, like I, this just goes to show how little I know. I thought, I really, really thought it was some sort of formula that was applied to grades and that, and thus the curve at any school would be identical. I had no idea. Imagine the same shape of the parabola. Uh-huh. but just moved over to the right a little bit. I'm imagining that, but I just don't see then how that would work in my to my benefit <laughs> in this scenario if the average grade was a C. <laughs> I don't get it. It doesn't. I mean, it I don't know why they have the average grade as a C. That's horrible. It's dark. It's <laughs> All the it's more a... reason to get rid of it. Yes, yes. And that actually kind of like segues into my update. Yeah, which what's is, your update? What's going well, on? Well, okay. All right, listeners, <clears throat> you can't see it, but I'm, I'm straightening up in my chair and I'm putting Ooh. my hands on my desk as though Ooh. I were about to announce something very substantial in a press conference. <sighs> All right, dear listeners and Lydia, <laughs> I, Megan, have submitted officially to the fact that I will be graded on a curve this trimester. <laughs> After five weeks of complaining and writing in, I am ready to publicly wave the white flag of surrender as if I had a choice in the matter. (laughs) What's your choice in how you think about it? You are right. I am in control of my thoughts. (laughs) But that is about it. (laughs) That is my point. I know. Now that you've decided, like, (laughs) to submit to this you can just crush it now you can decide that you will crush it like before you're like let me just like fight to prioritize something else right you're absolutely right or you cannot i mean it's really not the priority during a pandemic which is the point of doing credit no credit but like you know if everything else is kind of going right then it's easier to motivate yourself to focus on studying if you have grades yeah you, you are correct about that. It is still very difficult to uh, place any kind of real weight into this at this moment <laughs> in time. <laughs> but I'm doing it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Again, that is hard. We're leaning in. We are yeah. leaning in. Yeah. Um, the academic fellow I was talking to, again, like I said, like very successful law student, um, she was candid with me and said that if she were in my shoes, she would be freaking out. And that made me feel at least less crazy. <laughs> yeah. When it's someone like really accomplished who you yeah. think can do anything. It's right. Like, you know, we can't all do any, everything. She said, I can't imagine having the one L grading curve applied to me during my one L year in a pandemic during a yeah. virtual semester. Like, yeah. I'm sorry that this is happening to you. Or it curves to a C. No. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my. And again, I, for anybody who's listening to this in the Elon administration, I, this is, at, at this point, it is just hearsay. <laughs> uh, I have not done anything to verify the fact that the grading curve is average at a C, but that is the word on the street. You could ask any of your professors because they're the ones who have to apply the curve to it after they give everyone their raw score. You're absolutely right. And you know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask my professors. Yeah. I bet your property professor would tell you. She sounds cool. Yeah. I actually, all of my professors this trimester (gasps) are so Oh my gosh. That's great. Yeah. I mean, truly of, of all the trimesters in law school to be online during a pandemic, I think this is the one. And I've been trying to decide whether I should bring this up at all because it might be like too much of an aside but it's the first time in law school that I've had all female professors and I do yeah I do think that that's one rad but two I think women in general are just a little bit more sympathetic or like get it um no shade to the male professors that I've had, but I've I've had this thought on multiple occasions. Like anytime anybody has asked for an accommodation, I've seen them grant it. Hmm. Yeah. Anywho, just yeah. a thought. I know um, 
my crim professor who is a man he um he wrote a three and a half hour exam or i'm sorry he wrote a exam that usually should take three to three and a half hours Mm -hmm. but gives people four hours to do it so that's his general thing but for the pandemic he was like i know some people have kids and whatever so I'm going to give everyone eight hours to take the three-hour That exam. is so great. And I was like, great. dude, that rules. That's so – and none of – I don't even know if anyone in my class, like, has kids or brought it up with him. He just kind of, like, offered that without without having someone having to, like, bring it up, which is really cool. Wow. So I that shouldn't is... be stressed about that exam at all, but no. here I am. But here I am. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad with the professors. What was that? I'm just glad you have good professors. Thank you. I am too. I am too. Well, we are not going to fall into the trap that we fall into every week by starting with our highs and ending with our lows. (laughs) (laughs) So might I kick off our lows with a very strange story? Yeah. That you have already heard, so you don't have to react to it as though you haven't heard it. Um, Okay. So, and I share this, it is not really related to law school at all. But um, I've obviously been very stressed, uh, you know, for obvious reasons. And I, when I get stressed, sometimes have like very like stressy dreams Mm. to the point where sometimes I'll wake up crying or like, and I don't really know why. Um, And this was pre-law school. But in law school, things have taken a new twist. I've begun sleepwalking. And when I say that, I don't, <laughs> I have, I have no idea why, but there's something going on in my unconscious mind. So a couple nights ago, Do you wake up when you're up. Are you just like, Oh, I'm eating cookie dough. That's wild. Yeah. I mean, Amazing. this is, this has only happened. I'd say like one and a half times. Um, but the, the full, what I'm counting as a full time happened this last week. Mm-hmm. So I was, uh, asleep and having this very vivid dream that in my 32 ounce water bottle, there were all these like wooden sticks that I think were paintbrushes. And so I needed them to get out of my water bottle because like, hello, it's a water bottle. It's not a stick holder. Stupid. So I unscrew the lid of the water bottle and I turn it upside down completely into my lap and start shaking to get the paintbrushes slash sticks out. Yeah. And at that point I wake up because I had taken my actual water bottle wow. full of water and poured it all over <laughs> myself in my bed. Oh my God. <laughs> you wet the bed in a way. I, I wet the bed. <laughs> I completely wet the bed. So then I'm in this like kind of like sleepy stupor stumbling around my apartment trying to find a towel so that I can pat dry the wet spot. (laughs) I mean, it was just, it was so bizarre. And I still like days later cannot wrap my head around it. But I know that my brain is telling me that there's something subconsciously going on. And I have to imagine that it's like stress related or like law school stress related. Mm. Um, yeah. Whoa. So if, if any of our listeners have weird sleepwalky stress stories, I would love to hear them. You can write into us at our law school in page. There's a whole contact us section. Seriously, if you've ever done this, it would feel validating to hear your story if you're willing to share <laughs> it. Or if you're a dream interpreter and you have any insight, yes. I'm all ears. <laughs> Calling all somnambulists and psychics. That is right. What was that first word you said? Somnambulist. Wow, you just know that word? What I had the to hell? check if somnambulism was the right one. But, <laughs> yeah. Wow. So what does that mean? Is if that you like Google the word... Hold on. I just Googled somnambulance. Sorry. How do you <laughs> even ambulance. spell that, nerd? <laughs> S-O-M-N-A-M-B-U-L-I-S-T. If you, the pictures that come up for it, hold on, they're so creepy. <laughs> and if you, okay, if you um, Google sleepwalking, mm-hmm. a cute picture comes up that, like, the first thing, WebMD, 
It's like someone in a bathrobe and slippers. If you Google something, <laughs> it's this creepy. So okay, oh, no. hold on. Oh, wow. that's right. Whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> the sleepwalking Wikipedia page, but why doesn't that come up when you type sleepwalking? Like, I don't know. That wow. is so funny. Um, John Everett Millay, The Somnambulist, 1871. That is the painting that I am looking at. I am also it's looking at it. Cool. So <laughs> it's for obviously this is a podcast. Nobody can see it except us. Oh, we told um, you. Ooh, zoom in. Zoom in. Zoom in. <laughs> On her face. Am I going to regret this? No. Just like, just stare into her eyes. Here we go. Ooh. Ooh. Wow, she wears eyeliner to bed. What yeah. a cat. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, this is super creepy. Um, we will be posting it to the Twitter. If you don't follow us yet, we're at Law School N, as in Nancy, brief. Please follow us. <laughs> I just realized she's holding a candlestick. That's a candlestick? I thought it was a trombone. I'm not yeah, looking close enough. In, it looks like the candle went out. It's like the candle sideways and it went out. <clears throat> back to the law <laughs> <laughs> well so that, i see why that's a low i mean that sounds just like really disruptive to be having to deal with sleep stuff right you know? yeah yeah just weird 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 times yeah what's uh I, what's your low um aside from the pandemic like that's just like the constant low like seeing yeah. the, the updates and stuff is horrible um yeah. personally though um i don't know like slight discomfort for various medical reasons uh is annoying because like i'm just not gonna go to the doctor right now unless it's mm. like uh, urgent mm-hmm. and then just like general back pain like i know i should be doing different kinds of exercises like i can't just get away with just walking Mm-hmm. sometimes <laughs> um so i don't know just like my body but it's really not that bad given other things mm. like that other people are going through so i think that's a good thing that that's my low because it just means that like the week has mostly been fine yeah your low is kind of like everyone's low right now probably like collective like, oh, your low because you've been sitting inside all day yeah <laughs> I didn't mean that. I meant just like sadness around the pandemic. But oh, yeah, yeah, the back yeah, thing the, too is for real. Like, yeah, everyone's back probably hurts. Like yeah, and you know what's creepy? The medical stuff that I'm t- I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Instagram keeps advertising to me like, do you have this issue? Like we can like sign up for this expensive like private medical like what? thing. What? will send you medicine and like all this stuff. Like yeah, the telemedicine marketing is on fire right now instagram for me i'm like you are listening because how else would you have thought to market this to me right now yeah that's that's bizarre yeah so that's a low too just like you know always being listened to oh yeah hello government agents (laughs) hope you enjoy (laughs) um do you have any like meh yeah, so, I, and this is something I, it, it's all law school related. Okay. Um, if, if you tuned in here just to listen to, to us talk about law school, crazy. <laughs> uh, two things. And this is a meh because I feel meh about it. Um, but hopefully by Monday, I feel yeah about it. Um, on, on Tuesday, I have my evidence midterm that's worth 40% of my grade, which is, you know, yeah a fact that I am actively choosing to forget so I don't psych myself out about the importance of it. Um, but, you know, a healthy fear is is good in your 1L year when yeah. your grading curves average is a C. <laughs> um, so there's that. But then also, so I think the last time we recorded, I had either just taken my property quiz or I was about to take my property quiz. Uh, you had taken it that day. I yeah, okay. Right after Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So I took it. I felt pretty good about it. The next day, we get a message from our professor that said, due to multiple students being logged out of their quiz, um, I've chosen to make this quiz optional 
weight against your what? grade. Yeah. So here's, it's like, I, what? first of all, I appreciate this move because multiple of my classmates apparently were getting booted out of the quiz on the platform we were using. Oof. And so they would have to go back in and redo all of the work that they had done. And this was like fill in the blank stuff. It wasn't just, you know, A, C, D, A, like, yeah. So she said, in an effort to make everything as fair as possible, I will grade your exams, give them back to you. And when you see your grade, you can choose whether or not you want it to weigh against your overall grade. The catch is we have three quizzes. Each of them are worth 20% of our grade. And then our final is worth 40% of our grade. Wow, so, that's like the most fair structure I've heard in law school. Yeah, I also, I might be getting that wrong. We might, no, we have three quizzes. We don't have two quizzes. It's three quizzes and a final. Okay. Um, so if you choose not to have your quiz weighted against your grade, then the other two quizzes you take are going to be worth 30% of your uh, grade. Wait, can you see your grade before you decide? Yes, you can see oh. your grade before you decide. Um, and she hasn't given our grades yet, so I have no idea. Um, so, like, hopefully I did well enough. it didn't boot you out. It didn't boot me out. No, I didn't get booted out. Um, but I'm hoping that I did well enough that I don't even have to consider this. Yeah, yeah. But, like, man, I tell you, if I get, if I got, like, a B minus or a C plus, I am going to be really, like, um, I mean, if I got, you know, anything lower than that, it would be obvious to me what I was doing. But like, oh my God, I have no clue. Ugh. Oh, man. Yeah. And here's another thing too. And I, I and I don't think any of my classmates, I don't think this is actually the case. But you know, when everything is online open book and you're just sort of like on your honor about <laughs> whether or not you're cheating, um, I do think to myself, okay, I can see an advantage to getting booted out of the quiz because you now have bought yourself extra time with that material. Let's say you're like 20 minutes into the quiz. You've done 15 questions. That's generous. Let's say you're 20 minutes in and you've done seven questions and you get booted out. You now know what those seven questions are going to be. And you can take your time getting back into that quiz, work out the right answer, come back and fill it all in. Again, I don't think any of my classmates did that. But I it's mean, just a very obvious loophole is all right, you're saying. Right. It's a very obvious loophole. And like, frankly, I think that probably this, the stress of getting booted out of a quiz in the middle, like would lead the most reasonable person not even to consider like, oh, an opportunity to cheat. It's probably like, oh, my God, this is going to completely screw me. Like, I have to get back in. The yeah. clock is running. But, you know, it's a thought. It's kind <laughs> it's- of like how some people say, like, uh, a disrupt a disruption in the middle of LSAT like can work out in your favor if like everyone has to close their books and just like sit there for 10 minutes then you can like kind of think through it in your head and then like keep going but whatever yeah. we do not ever have to talk about the LSAT um there's something that it's not like what you're saying <laughs> what yeah. was that string of letters <laughs> <laughs> so that's my that's my meh it's just you know yeah. more kind of like dips and curves and weirdness in online learning and a curve. Mm. Yeah. What about you? Um, man, all my stuff is so general this week, like back pain, whatever. My meta is just like, it's very, it's hard for me to like focus. Mm. Um, like I had, like I was saying last week, I've kind of like, I'm at this place where I'm motivated enough for exams that I want to focus. Mm hmm. However, the focus just eludes me. I want to. I want to focus. Um, it's not like I don't care anymore. I'm back to caring, but um, you know. Anyways, that's that's gonna just be a struggle at, yeah. with online learning and stuff and being on my own schedule. Um, another meh is like quarantine is. Like we're at that place in quarantine where like I have officially pickled something. <laughs> not because <sighs> not because like I think it's the end times, just because it's like, okay, that part of me that I've never really fully indulged because I'm usually like out doing social things, like the like small sliver of me that's like homesteader Lydia is like 
she's here <laughs> <laughs> I, bought, I bought a scoby for making kombucha like yeah you're going full, like, full oh, self-efficiency yeah so it's a mess because it's like that's just not really who i am but it is right now so <laughs> you know what everybody and their mother is making bread so if you pickle things you're still like a couple steps away from that <laughs> well i made that naan for the uh oh my god that's right you're there the you have fully buffet. actualized this <laughs> I've been making bread for a while, but, like, there's no more flour for, like, weeks. I've been trying to get flour. Really? Yeah. Is it a special kind of flour you need or what? No, just, like, wheat flour. Uh, I don't know. I can't get it. But they they subbed my uh, pancake mix. I was like, ooh, loophole. Got this pancake mix. That's wheat flour. I can make something with that. And then they subbed it for buckwheat pancakes, which are fine. But, like, I'm not going to make bread with it. So. Right, right. Um, yeah (laughs) speaking of things you can't get i am two rolls of toilet paper away from a hail mary move in the bathroom (laughs) well hold on i just got toilet paper from staples you know those big rolls that they have in like if you go to the bathroom like any kind of bathroom that has stalls those like industrial like you could wrap your arm around it and it's sort of the circumference of your band I got a small box of those, and a small box goes a long way. It's like twelve rolls of those, but they're huge. Whoa! For like, that's for like six bucks. You're good for a year. Is it single ply though? I guess I can't be picky, it but is, is it single two ply? ply? Okay. Okay. Fucked, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Dang! I'm wondering. Like, I I never fully understood it, but I could kind of see why people stocked up on toilet paper in the beginning. But like. We've been in this now for five or six weeks. Like, why is there still no more toilet paper? You can't tell me that all of you people ran out of your stock. I don't believe it. I don't know. Yeah. Don't and know. what is amazing is like bidets, they're gone. Like people were like, mm, bidets are gone. Well, yeah, because it's like, that's what you really want to get. Like, then you don't need toilet paper anymore. Oh my God, that is the worst. This is my new low because <laughs> I, in my mind, I kept sure thinking, new bidets. hold on, let me check. Tushy, Tushy creates bidets. And I have been advertised on Instagram to multiple times, like get this bidet. It's easy to install. Everybody's doing it. And in my mind, Lydia, I am not kidding you. I kept telling myself, it's okay if you run out of toilet paper because you can just get a bidet. Even if Adam hates them, like he'd prefer that over the alternative. <laughs> So if you're telling me that bidet, oh my god! Hold on, let me just let me just see. Um, you know what? The first one that I clicked on on Amazon is in stock. Thank. So that must have been like a thing a couple weeks ago. Like, haha, there's no more bidets, but like they're back. Oh, thank God. Okay. We have to we have to stop doing this. Needs to be one of those off-air things because we're just gonna sound so. <laughs> I don't know. Anyone, you know what? Judge us if you wish. Like, Lost Clone Brief, it's, we're, ju- we're giving you our authentic, what we're really going through. And right? also, truly, in these unprecedented times, I think it's okay to talk about <laughs> what's going on in the bathroom, slightly. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to go full detail. We'll offline that, but you know what I mean. We're all going through it. Exactly. Right. Well, so now that you know that there are bidets in stock, which I imagine is one of your highs, like mm-hmm. what other kind of highs are you having? So, week? I mean, I would say like generally, I think that I've actually gotten, I, I, I think I've turned the corner. I know last week I said I, I've gotten used to online learning, but I think I'm now beginning to like it. Wow. I mean, I, I will say this, I do not prefer it. I would much rather be in person, but you know, it has its perks. <laughs> yeah. I've been doing my bike rides every day uh, for the most part. Um, I can kind of like come and go as I please. That's really nice. Um, I think the dust has kind of settled and other people are getting used to it, which makes it seem slightly more normal, Yeah, um, which is great. But um my main high is is these bike rides. And I, I think I've said this mm-hmm. before, but I have a, a Surly Midnight Special, which is a gravel bike, uh, meaning its tires are a little thicker, um, so you can ride it on road or you can go on a gravel trail. 
Um, what that does not mean is that it's good for mountain biking. <laughs> um, <laughs> however, it have, like the shock. Yeah, there's no shock. There's no suspension. Um, you know, you feel every bump that you <laughs> hit, but my tires are thick enough that they can handle it. And, you know, I'm bored enough uh, that I'm like, whatever, we're just going to pretend this is a mountain bike and uh, call it a day. So um, I've been kind of exploring Greensboro's gravel mountain bike trails um, as a good way to kind of clear my head in the middle of the day. And on the weekends, I'll go on a really long ride. But uh, yesterday I was on one and I, turned in I turned like onto this little path that was unmarked um adjacent to Greensboro City Park and I stumbled I go down the path a little bit and I come across this kind of decrepit wood sign in the middle of a forested area that read Greensboro Optimist Club oh <laughs> yeah. that's great and I and I never when I'm doing these rides really really like if I stop to take a picture it's because I'm like legitimately exhausted and I'm using the photo as an excuse to stop without copying to the fact that I'm exhausted. <laughs> but this one I was like so taken aback by it it really struck me because it was out of place. Um, so I, I stopped to take a picture of it and uh, and then I hop back on my bike and the trail that follows is just this super root-heavy mountain bike trail where you have to pick a line almost as fast as you can find one. And for those of you at home who are sane and don't intentionally (laughs) go out of your way to um, potentially harm yourself for the thrill of it, picking a line is basically, imagine you're riding a bike and you're looking like five to 10 feet ahead of you while you ride, a very treacherous technical path. Um, And when you're picking this line, you're trying to decide which way you're going to go that's going to render the least amount of harm and be the least likely to tip you off your bike. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's essentially just constantly picking the lesser of the evils presented to you. Anyway, (laughs) enough about picking lines. Um, I didn't know that. So that yeah, that's interesting. Really? Yeah, I didn't. I I don't do mountain biking, man. It's scary. Yeah, it is scary, but it's also so fun. <laughs> I love. Oh my gosh, this is the biking that I was, I think, made to do. Truly. Whoa. Oh man, like I feel alive. It is a rush like none other. Um, and it's so much harder than just riding on a road. I mean, you and I met biking across the country. Like, we both like biking long distances, but biking short distances. <laughs> <laughs> in this crazy technical format is so fun. Oh man. Anywho, so I'm I'm picking these lines, right? And I'm biking directly into these crazy hazards. Um and you 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 have to do it as fast as you can so that you can get enough momentum to go over the hazard. You know, if you bike kind of oh slowly gosh. toward a route, you're going to hit the route and you're going to fall off your bike, but if you bike fast enough at the route, your front wheel will hit it, but then bump over it and then you'll go over it. And it's just so thrilling. So it feels really counterintuitive to what your animal brain is telling you to do, which is like, yeah, stop or you'll hurt yourself. Just get off the bike and walk the rest of the yeah, way. <laughs> just walk it, you unreasonable person, you. So I'm riding this, this really hard, unfamiliar path and I'm just sweating my ass off because it's a really humid North Carolina forest situation. Mm. My hands and my feet are getting really, really tired because I'm just constantly in tension, tension, tension. And I start, whenever I'm doing this, my mind will wander. And like sometimes I'll get a song stuck in my head or, you know, I'll ruminate on past mistakes I've made. (laughs) But today, meaning yesterday, I got in my head about this trimester. And I'm going to do my best here not to get preachy or hallmarky or cliche. But I really started focusing on the reasons why I had placed so much importance on my space in the library. Mm-hmm. And like, I why did I imagine that you're like thinking of anything other than survival while you're doing this? Like, <laughs> like I'm going to accept that this premise as true, but I'm still amazed. <laughs> by it. 
You need to, I think that your brain divides itself when you're doing this particular physical activity because half of your brain is like picking lines and trying to stay upright. And the other half of your brain is trying to like, I don't know, like mollify your muscles into thinking you can continue and this is okay. (laughs) (laughs) So you're thinking about the library while you're hurtling downhill. Yeah. So I'm thinking about this library and my Carol and how much I miss it. Right. And I'm weaving and twisting and you know, I'm like, why did I place so much importance on this space in the library? Like my mind has, for whatever reason, tethered itself to this idea that I can only be successful as a law student if I have this quiet library space, Mm. which is just simply not true. Right. So I'm doing this ride and I'm getting around these these barriers that exist that make the ride more thrilling and challenging. And I, in this moment, I have like oh my God, maybe my brain just those two pieces fused together and I have this epiphany. (laughs) I do not need the library to be a good student. All you need is a little bit of discipline and sometimes the best you can do is just pick a line and stick with it for five to 10 feet or as much as you can see in front of you before looking up and just picking the next one. It doesn't have to be one continuous like, I'm going to begin this this trimester with this particular study habit and success means that I carry that study habit all the mm-hmm. way through, right? Mm-hmm. This trimester freaking blows because everything <laughs> is uncertain. I mean, literally, we get emails like on the weekly that tell us this has changed or this has changed or like we wow. can't give you answers. So, you know, like picking a line this trimester means just taking it week by week. And as long as I can ride forward with this unreasonable amount of momentum, (laughs) Mm. I think I can actually make it out on the other end relatively unscathed. (laughs) So I felt when I had that epiphany, I just felt so much better. And like, I had to remind myself that I'm at the end of my one L year. Like I got this. I like we fucking did it. Like we're like, you know what I mean? like I don't want to say that too soon because it's not fully over for me. But I've gotten this far, and I two years ago could not have imagined it. So it just feels it was a it was a feel good moment. It is a feel good moment. Is the high of my week, and wow. uh, and that's that. As hallmarky as it is, I was gonna ask where you feel like you're getting momentum but I think maybe you answered like just the whole year you've been doing this it's like you have been working up to it or do you mean like in this trimester you've like built some momentum I would say it's both you know I think when you zoom out and you take stock of where you are at in the year like you know those little like uh carnival games where like you pay 25 cents and you hit a button really fast and you try to make your horse get to the end of the track before anybody (laughs) else is like if you were to look at like that line, our horses are like within within shooting distance of the finish line. Wow. So there's that. But also, I mean, these these spurts of momentum I think just come from like being able to on a given day make a schedule for yourself and stick to it. Like on Monday, I had my whole day planned out and I pretty much stuck to that schedule and I felt great when I was wow. done. Yesterday, I had this whole day planned out and I took an unexpected field trip around 2 p.m. Took much longer than I thought it would. Got back at 4 p.m. Could not regain momentum Uh, and just was like, you know what? Today's a wash. I got to call it. But I woke up a little earlier today and I'm like back on schedule. So it's just, you know, you just have to be kind to yourself and like, yeah, in the little little rushes of momentum when you can, because this is a rough one. Wow. That is amazing. I it definitely sounds like you're you have self-discipline in a way yeah. that I don't. <laughs> that's like think... hmm, making a schedule and sticking to it sounds hard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it is. I think like I really beat myself up last week because I had no structure to my days. Um, and I ended up, I, f- I felt like I ended up paying for it on the back end because I had to spend like each day on the weekend doing schoolwork, not the full day, but it's just not ideal. Yeah. Um, yeah. You need that. Yeah. Break. Yeah. So. Wow. That's amazing. Thanks, just bud. The whole, the whole image. 
you got and you got to come visit from the We're Optimist gonna... Club. The Optimist Optimist, Club. Optimist International is headquartered in St. Louis. Is it By what is way. what is Optimist International? It's like a service club. That is so cool. I had mm-hmm. I didn't realize this was like a, an institution. Yeah, I mean, I've passed by their building and was like, is it a cult? You know, kind well, of. Like, their logo is, like, curious. But when you look it up, I mean, they could still be, but I doubt it. It seems like just a, um, you know, like, community service and, like, youth-oriented mission. Love so, that. Yeah. They seem great. What's your high? Look at us ending on highs. Yes. Um... I don't have a good story like that. I have kind of like a lot of different highs that just all together make made the week, week kind of nice. The Indian buffet that I mentioned last yes. week. Okay. So I got a little ambitious. I had in mind like six different dishes that I wanted to make. So it would actually be like a buffet. Uh-huh. Um, so it actually took several days for me to prepare. But it was done by Monday night for dinner. And it was like... So many things I had been missing. Malai oh, kofta wow. is probably my favorite dish. And when I was making it and stirring everything together, I was like, I don't know. It doesn't quite taste like how it does in the restaurant. And then by the end, like once I had actually followed all the instructions, I was like, this tastes like how it is in the restaurant. Oh, like, yes. And like making naan from scratch was cool. And making paneer from scratch was cool. And yeah, I have so many leftovers. So it just was like, wow, that was... I really got uh, kind of obsessed, but it paid off. Props to the website, Cooking with Manali. It is just great. <laughs> Her recipes are amazing. And a lot of them are for like the Instant Pot. It's like, make Palak Paneer, but in the Instant Pot. I'm like, oh. Actually, that one was, that's not in the Instant Pot. I take it back. <laughs> um, but like potato dishes and stuff. Ugh. What else? Okay. Oh my gosh. Yesterday, I went on a walk. And I turned left at this intersection that I usually turn right. And when you turn left, you just go in front of, like, the Ritz-Carlton of St. Louis. But I was like, well, I'll just, like, walk by it. Um, You know, it's, like, the Ritz-Carlton and then the highway. So, like, I didn't think there was anywhere else you could go. But I was like, I just want to go somewhere new. Behind it, though, there's a bridge that goes over the highway that I've never seen. And that goes to this cute neighborhood that I've also never seen. Oh. And all of the houses were so cute. Like, the bridge was cute. The houses were cute. There was a little park when you first cross. And everything was in bloom, and the weather was so nice. And I was like, wow. I just, it felt like a little, like, secret treasure. It was so great. Heck, yes. I love finding new pockets in the neighborhood that you live in. Yes, me too. Especially when you're, when you're used to, like, a, a certain walk. Um, and I did that while I was listening to the audio outline for Crim Law. So I was like, good, good, good. Oh, excellent. Yes. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, I finally watched Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. And <laughs> what oh, a finally delight. you say? <laughs> right? Didn't it come out years ago? I, not the person to ask. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's so good. Is it, it really? Just, Oh, 2018. Okay. It is just really, really delightful. It's like a movie to watch before you take an exam or take the LSAT. Like it just, you know, but probably everyone's already seen it, whatever. But you uh, I have not seen it. So why do I need to watch it? Just the animation is so good. And the plot is really clever. Okay. I don't know. I don't even like know that many things about superheroes, but I still liked it. Fair enough. Um, man, so much good content this week. I mean, we watched that drag show, which was great. I made a stop motion animation short while I was listening to a different audio outline just to have something to do with my hands while I was listening to stuff. And it was really fun. It is so fun. Listeners at home. (laughs) If we all beg Lydia in unison, she (laughs) will let us post it on the Twitter (laughs) because it is so funny. And cute. Oh, I'm glad you like it. It takes so long to do it. Yeah, I can. I I didn't even want to ask. (laughs) It took like two and a half hours, but that's how long this audio outline was. So it was perfect. Um, And then, yeah, just some like really beautiful thunderstorms this week. Just like Mm. amazing lightning stuff. 
So we have we have a storm rolling in right now. It's like the wind is crazy strong. It's supposed to just start pouring. I heard there was like a tornado or something in North yeah, Carolina. Yeah, probably, probably. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Just kind of a nice, pleasant week aside from the exam stuff. It would have been just like a nice normal week aside from the, all of the law school stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah. Pesky the food and the movies and the walks and all of that was good. Yeah. Spoiling all of our fun. Womp womp. <laughs> well, very good. Lydia, I, I, do you have, unless you have anything else to I say. Just, all I need is your well wishes for my exam tomorrow and I'll feel better. Okay. Um, wow. That's a lot of pressure. Um <laughs> Hold on while I Google Irish blessings really quick. Um, yes. Uh, okay, here we go, here we go. Um, <clears throat> wait, I can't tell if these are bullet points because they're lines in a poem or if it's different. Okay, here we go. Ooh, this sounds good. This sounds good. Wait, stop it. Get away from the ad. Um, okay. <clears throat> Lydia? Yeah? May the Irish hills caress you. Wow. May her lakes and rivers bless you. May the luck of the Irish enfold you. May the blessings of St. Patrick behold you. Wow. May there always be work for your hands to do. Eh, eh. Yes. May your purse always hold a coin or two. Mm. May the sun always shine warm on your window pane. May a rainbow be certain to follow each rain. May the hand of a friend always be near or socially distant. And may God fill your heart with gladness to cheer. Wow, Megan, that was beautiful. You are, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Made it, made it up. I thought Um, it was going to be something like I took the crim exam, and you know, I did great, and you can too. But this was like way better. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll offline you the dirty limericks that uh, I have memorized. (laughs) (laughs) But you are going to kick ass. You are going to be great. Yes, that is right. You know, really, truly, like failure is, is not an option, nor is it even likely. So <laughs> you go get him, Tiger. And you're going to crush your quiz. It's a it's midterm. evidence, yeah, right? Yeah, so, yep. Oh, midterm. midterm. <laughs> okay, property was quiz, evidence was midterm. Okay, that's yep. Well, thank you. You can do it. I haven't done it, so I don't know how hard it actually is. But, like, you can do anything, therefore you can do evidence. Yeah, just pedal with momentum. That's it yeah yep okay well catch you next week yeah catch you on the flippity side bye bye